Welcome to Diving Into Crypto. Diving Into Crypto. A weekly series where thought leaders share insights, strategies, and insider stories about all things crypto and Web3. Brought to you by Adlunum. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get the show on the road. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode of Diving Into Crypto. This is JP from Adlunum INC bringing you everything about Web3. Today's episode is going to be focused on tropical tokens, and we're going to take a deep dive into how it works with the agricultural sector. Our guest is doing something extremely exciting in this space, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to find out how this is going to translate into real life and the exciting stuff that he's doing. Uh, before we begin, of course, I would also like to make a few house announcements. The first one is that uh, all ideas expressed on the show belong to that of the speaker and is meant for educational purposes only. It is not to be considered as financial advice. Um, at the end of the show, we will open up the room for question and answers. But in the meantime, if you do have something that strikes you and you want to ask a question, you can go ahead and tweet it to Adlunum INC or to the speaker directly, and we will pick that up at towards the end of the show. Um, in case there is any technical glitch or difficulty, please be uh, please know that we will be looking at uh, sending another link. So stay tuned to our channel at, at Adlunum INC for more details. All right. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, let's get this show on the road. Okay. So welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Our speaker for today, the ID known as Coconut Dao. Uh, he's doing, like I said, the, the, uh, the project is doing something extremely fascinating in the agri-tech space. And, you know, uh, from what the initial points of discussion were around, uh, it, it is something that is, that is new to the space. Uh, with a with a twist of something that has that really should have a lot more focus. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Coconut Coconut Network is building an infrastructure to connect Web three and agriculture, eco friendly, regenerative uh, econo economics, and is vested by Mother Nature. That's how they describe what it is that they're doing at Coconut Dow. But I'm not going to speak more about it. I'm going to let our speaker. Uh, come in and do uh, and 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 give us a brief introduction about about himself, uh, about his network, and we can get, get started. So, Coconut Dow, welcome to today's show. Thank you for being here. Hey, hey, JP. Thank you so much for the warm introduction. Um, yeah, my name is Alejandro, better known as Wasabi. Uh, I'm based in the Dominican Republic, Caribbean. Um, I'm the founder of Coconut Network. Uh, we are, like you said, building the bridge between agriculture and our web tree through a mm -hmm. network of coconut farms. So right. th th this is how we are kickstarting the, the whole vision about connecting agriculture and web tree, creating mm -hmm. agriculture for communities through a network of coconut farms that, that are gonna be community owned and community governed by, by the DAO. Epic. All right. So that, that tells us a little about what you do. And I'm, I already have so many questions to ask you, but uh, I, I'm not going to go there just yet. Alejandro, I would really like to know, tell us a little about your, your journey. And um, yeah, and then I'm going to ask you about, about how you got to Web3, but a little about your journey, please. Uh, yeah, my journey uh, started back in 2005. Uh, I used to, to do voice over IP back in the day because, you know, uh, uh, in, in in that day, smartphones they, they were not exist uh, yet. Um, for you to be able to do um, international calls, you had to go to internet cafes. So uh, I used to install those telephone booths that, that people used to to make international calls. So I, I've been I've been in tech for up for almost twenty years. Uh, so my my background. After that, I became an eBay power seller. I was uh, I was a wholesaler. I was wholesaling the same uh, voice over IP uh, um, systems that you needed to create the the, the phone booth. Uh, then I, I start wholesaling them. 
then I became a um, top seller in eBay, dropship, drop shipping, all of different products. Um, using um, e e being an e uh, an heavy e-commerce user, that led me to to be early on crypto. Uh, I've been dealing with Bitcoin since 2012. So basically, I have always known about uh, crypto, but I didn't know about uh, the Web3 community until I started researching for, for Coconut Network um, and Coconut DAO deployment. Sorry, um, I, I just realized I was speaking to you with the with the phone muted. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. So what I what I wanted to 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 put a little spotlight on, right, is that that moment at which you thought when you were, of course, working in tech for, for so long, um, what was that that moment or that that point at which you you realized that Web three is the space to be for me. And um, one year ago, when I started researching uh, for for coconut and how to uh, create a DAO, how to launch mm -hmm. a token, I um starting to research. Because at first, we just wanted to to launch a token and create some money to to do a, a coconut uh, plantation. But uh, once I start, I, I start researching. Um, how to create a DAO and you know all, all of the details that goes into actually launching a token because it's not the same as you being an, an end user, rather you being uh, the one launching and developing the token. So doing the research, this is what this is where I I realized mm -hmm. about the Web three community and everything that that was going on within the community. I was like, oh my god, this is where I need to be. And this is how we, we we need to do it, like a DAO from the beginning. Because I I wanted to first create a, create a token, and mm -hmm. then and then create a DAO. But once I realized about the Web three community and how everything was going forward and how engaged the community was, I I I'd be like, okay, we need to create a DAO from day one, so we can build as a we can build as a DAO. And we can grow as a DAO uh, because it's going to be way easier to scale and in the future. Okay. All right. Okay. So I think that then that that sort of puts it puts it in perspective. Um, so tell me a little about about the space that you are in the in the Dominican Dominican Republic, right? Uh, I'm, I'm certain a, a lot of people out there would be curious to understand, um, you know. What is the the Web three community like? You know, uh, is there is there adoption when it comes to crypto? Uh, are people excited about the technology? Uh, could you share some light on that? You can say that we are in the best position ever to to be a catalyst for for crypto mm -hmm. in the Caribbean. Because, for example, the the peer to peer market here is being mm -hmm. is being alive from ten years ago. Like people been dealing with crypto from since 2012 in, in, in the Dominican Republic. They've been dealing peer-to-peer. -peer. You, you don't have these big startup companies. They are starting to, to flourish and, and to pop up every day, but yeah. you, don't, you don't see these uh, big tech company wo working out of the Dominican Republic. But we have the peer-to-peer -peer market with a lot of volume. Like, it's crazy how much... Uh, volume we have in, in, in the peer-to-peer. -peer. So when it comes to crypto, Dominicans, they, they know, well know what's up with crypto and the tech, and they use crypto on daily basis for for everything, for payment of services. Even people people even sell their cars mm. using crypto here. Like, you, you can buy a, a car using Bitcoin. Mm. Like, it's crazy. So we we have the the infra when it comes to people, but mm -hmm. we don't have the infra when, when it comes to to big tech. But we have a, a, a nice political climate for for crypto adoption because they are not against crypto, but they are willing to to let us operate and to see what happens. Like they, they wanted to see some use cases and success histories before they be like, okay, we need to approve new laws and we need to, you know, to regulate crypto. 
But right now, they, they don't care about what you do. As long as you are doing, as uh, sorry, as, as long as you are operating like a, a regular business, you are reporting taxes and so on, they, they don't mm -hmm. care if, if you're dealing with crypto or not. Banks, it's another mm -hmm. history, but it's, it's okay. Uh, overall, we, we have a, a, a really nice crypto climate here. Okay, so that that's interesting. I mean, uh, it's it's fascinating to find out that you know there there is of course an, an avenue where it is utilized so freely, and yes, of course there there, there would be uh, regulations around that. Um, it it would be very interesting to see how how this um, you know how this story plays out uh, over time, and I'm certain that a lot of us would would be interested to find out more about what's happening in the Dominican Republic, right? Um, okay. So um, I, I I also find it fascinating that you know you, you chose a, a coconut plantation and I know that you you mentioned that it is uh, one of the first things that you thought of right but but why uh, why did you think of coconut so why was that the first thing that came to mind Yeah, uh, it's a funny history because it, it, it wasn't my idea. But, uh, like uh, I'm, my idea was to create the DAO and and how we are going to operate and develop this DAO and how we going to scale everything and the whole operations. But the the choice of, of choosing coconuts, it, 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 it wasn't it wasn't me. Uh, it, it was uh, the the other co-founder Juan. He had the project, but he he was trying to to get the funding from the government and using like the the normal. Uh, channels that every other citizen have access to like and you know the system is is overloaded with with requests from people trying to get loans or trying to get help from the government to to develop projects and he, he mm -hmm. was trying to do that project for from 2019 and he wasn't able to so it, it wasn't my idea but i can say that coconut is the most useful fruit and, and the most useful crop that you can plant. Like you can have more than 12 use cases of coconuts and you can tap in more than four different industries using coconuts from cosmetics to the food industry. Um, let's say automobile, uh, automakers use coconut coir to, to create fiber to, to make car, uh, parts the cars um you can even tap into the um wellness industry like uh, you coconut sugar like is, is the best sugar that, that you can have that that is organic and it has many many health benefits so coconuts uh, were a no-brainer to start with because um they can live for up to 25 years uh, producing fruits so you work now now in the 2022 uh, um you mm -hmm. you're gonna be collecting coconuts in 25 years from now and um, you you mm -hmm. you won't need to 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 do the same work again because the the work is being done by by the my by the mother nature okay 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 so i mean so that's interesting so you you have a a, a naturally developing um uh Product, uh, you know, uh, in a sense that that doesn't require the the, uh, the developers on, on one side, um, and, and yet at the same time, we you know you, you're looking to integrate tech. Okay, uh, let's let's look at let's look at um, you know a, a further spotlight on the same thing, Alejandro. I'm I'm curious to understand, right? So from the entire from the entire line, where all do you see the technology reaching out? Uh, you know, re reaching out in this, um, you know. Through what you have planned with Coconut Network. Sorry, sorry. Repeat the question. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm I'm looking at at the various aspects in which you're looking at the technology, uh, going through the entire the the entire system, right? That that's what I wanted to to get a little more detail about. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, um, you know, we are combining some of, of the most, uh, let's say, um productive industry and, and this, at the same time like you have the web tree that that is growing that is full of people that wants to do good that wants to create new economies and you have on the other side agriculture 
that is the oldest uh, job, the oldest human job known known to us. Um, like when you combine mm-hmm. them two, you you are basically creating a new paradigm, but you are infusing all of this with tech. For example, right. if we want to, let's say, get approval for the net for the next three month uh, work plan. We have mm-hmm. to go to the DAO and ask them for permission. But we are opening a proposal that's going to be recorded on chain, that's going to mm-hmm. be filled with all of with a lot of details. So you have data that's going to be trust, trustable. Yes. Other people can be like, okay, for example, if you want wants to become a DAO member and you are doing research about the coconut DAO, you're gonna mm-hmm. find out all of the proposal that we already did. But since they are Web3 enabled, you're gonna be able to query these proposals and get all of the information that you want without asking a, another human for help. Um, you know, like is is there is information living? In the open, um, and th- this is this is uh, how everything makes sense because data is the new currency. So we building yeah. we building data that is that is going to be backed by a real life project, and it's gonna be backed by something that you got that you can actually go there and be like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, they they have the trees, they 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 doing the job, or right. you or you're gonna be able to track everything using geospatial data because right now our CTO is in Chile attending to the mm-hmm. United Nations um, Geospatial Information Committee. Um, right. Like this type of move tells mm-hmm. you that our data is going to be 100% rock solid and it's going to be government uh, level data. So this data is, is going to be the one that's going to be opening the new doors. I'm going to be, this is going to be, uh, the, the, the data is going to make the people realize, oh, okay, this is the potential behind an agricultural a project. And this is the potential behind a project that, that, that have real world information that I can verify. So, mm-hmm. for example, if the DAO members wants to build other products on top of the coconut DAO, they're going to be able because they, they're going to have data to back mm-hmm. those claims. It's not the same as, as pure DeFi, that is just math. No, this is right. math plus something real. So mm-hmm. it's, it's way better. I think yeah, that, that does make a lot of sense. I think, um, you know, as, as, you're, as you're explaining, um, you know, how this works out, the, the, the object of having that data is, of course, is, is fascinating, right? I mean, and you're, you're able to map uh, you know, so much more uh, because you have the data, you, you have a system in what is otherwise an unorganized sector of the industry, right? Um, and, I, and I also, I can also see this from the point of view that your, your journey before has always been in tech. Uh, you, you've, looked at, you've looked at data from the things that you've, you've done before as something that, that was, um, you know, e- extremely important. Um, so, so, it can totally be appreciated what what value this would bring. Um, I'm curious also at this point to, to understand, um, you know, where do you where do you see uh, where do you see this taking off? Uh, what what are some of the other avenues or uh, the the expansions that that you would want to consider with the coconut network? Um, we have many. Uh, for example, um, right now, uh, just. Just off the plantation, we're gonna be able to create three main uh, revenue streams. The first mm-hmm. one is coconut wholesaling. The second one is coconut derivative, and the, the third one is coconut industrial products. Like wow. we're gonna be able to create these three. But of these three, you you can create other uh, source of revenue inside of them. For example, mm-hmm. from coconut wholesaling, you can create a, a, a supply chain. And you can be the, be the wholesale to the local market and to the international market, but right. with 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 the with the same supply chain, you can create a retail, mm-hmm. um, a retail uh, branded coconut product. You know that you can sell in in, in the in, in everywhere in the in the streets in in the beaches in the, the mountains e- e- everywhere where people is 
doing um, high intensive uh, exercises, you can sell coconuts. So yeah. you, from the wholesaling, you can create other three uh, source of revenues. Uh, same with the with the industrial products. Like mm -hmm. we can create the branded products that that are gonna be in, for example, in the states or, right. or in Europe, because we mm -hmm. are certifying our plantation to be able to sell in, in those markets for right. for expansion. O other way for us to expand is, for example, if you're a DAO member in in a country where the where there is no coconuts, but the, the market, there is a, 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 re a real nice uh, coconut market. You can mm -hmm. be the, the, the local supplier just by, by being a DAO member and by holding one share, you can open mm -hmm. a proposal to the DAO and be like, oh, I can. I have this local fruit company, and I want to be the one doing distribution in my local in, in my local town. So, right. of the eighty million coconuts that you're gonna be producing next year, I wanna mm -hmm. I, I wanna have access to one million coconuts. Let, let's say, and as wow. a DAO member, you have a voice and you have a say mm -hmm. in being like, oh, okay, the DAO is selling is wholesaling coconuts for uh, fifty cents. Let's say, mm -hmm. and you can be right. like, oh, I can provide the DAO with 55 instead of 50 so sell, send me those coconuts to my local town i'm gonna i'm gonna pay the DAO extra five cents so yeah. as a DAO member you have access to the coconut inventory and you are increasing the value that, that the DAO is going going to perceiving to perceive mm -hmm. over the time that's to make a, an example about um how to how we can expand and scale and um, Having um, worldwide members is, is part of, of, of the roadmap because, like I said, we want people in, in key markets so yeah. we can cut the middleman and we can cut the, the corporate out of, 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 the, of, of the whole uh, supply chain. Mm -hmm. I totally get that. And I think that that's, that's specifically what, you know, um, when you have a, a decentralized network, when you, when you have, uh, you know, a, a direct to customer kind of model, uh, this, this choosing this DAO, the DAO system, uh, you, you've turned it into something that can actually work because of course, in, in many of these unorganized sectors, the middleman is the person that benefits the most, right? While at the same time, it's the same person that does the least. Uh, the the primary function being just you know connecting uh, the the producer and the direct consumer, right? So so your system is fascinating that you've been able to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's like you said. Um, if you um, look through through history, it, it's always the same history. Like big corporations, they came to poor countries. They buy mat land. They mm -hmm. produce all of all of the fruits and they take everything out of the country like they yeah. only live in, in they only they, they only live back in, in in that economy the the wages that they pay to the to the farmers right. that, that's it so we we want to change that and we want to to give the power back to the people this is why we have designed it out mm -hmm. to be 100 percent decentralized for for day one for example all of the mm -hmm. voting power is held by the DAO members. For, mm -hmm. I only have one vote in the DAO. So anyone right. can have more power than me because you, you can just buy three chairs and, and mm -hmm. you're going to have more voting power than me. But I yeah. don't need the voting power because mm -hmm. it's only fair that if for the first plantation we have control over the land, it's only fair for the DAO to have fully control over its assets and, for, and the treasury shares yeah. the member power in everything is in, in control 99 percent of the body power is in control of the DAO member so for example if the DAO have uh, five million in the treasury of the operations of, of the b1 plantation and the DAO mm -hmm. wants to to buy new a new piece of land or the DAO wants to scale operation like say mm -hmm. in colombia or in peru they don't need to ask the founders or, or the core team for permission because mm -hmm. they have all of, of all of the voting power over the treasury, so they can be like, "Oh, yeah, we we we're gonna buy this this new piece of land in Brazil, and we're gonna mm -hmm. have a new team working that land in Brazil." We don't want the Dominican Republic thing. We want the Dominican Republic thing handling the Dominican Republic farms, but but right. we want, you know, and they're gonna be 
able to do this, and they're gonna have the the the, the, the all of the voting power to to do mm-hmm. so. Not the core team. They don't need to be asking for permission to use the DAO funds, yeah. the, the same funds that, that that came from the DAO investment. You know, like we, we don't want yeah. we don't want that type of control. Hmm. I'm I'm glad that I'm glad that there is a group that is so um, passionate about this uh, this aspect of of you know decentralizing power more than just using and using decentralized technology to be able to to develop that into an economic system and I think uh, you know given given um, a, a large state of the world economies today a lot more of that would be would be more beneficial uh, and especially in places especially in places where uh, either regular, you know, there, there is, as you've said, you know, to some degree, an, an exploitation where you have uh, the the power of uh, of money at that point of time to be able to to buy large tracts of of land and and utilize it to its own to the benefit of just one, as opposed to a distribution where you know it's benefited uh, across the community, right? Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you. There is a funny history that, that happened here uh, a few years ago. It's mm-hmm. called Banana Wars. It's in Wikipedia. It's, mm-hmm. it's the history about um, a fruit company came from the States, mm-hmm. and they, they they bought land in the Dominican Republic. In, in whole Latin America, they had land, because historically, we, we have always had a, a perfect weather too for agriculture. And... But right. in other words, it's, it's, it's a funny history, but this serves as, as a point mm-hmm. of how, how you can make everything different when you give the people the power for real and, and not only in, in wars. Hmm. Well, you you've got you've got to tell us that that, that story in detail at, at, at some point of time. But I, I know that uh, this, you know, uh, we should <laughs> we should have a conversation around that more. Uh, but we should also read up on the on the history of how that is. Um, I, I do want to ask you, though. I mean, uh, when it comes to, for example, when it comes to, um, you know, you being one of the players in the ecosystem, right? Uh, the Coconut DAO, the Coconut Network, being one of the players in the ecosystem. Um, do you see that more uh, more stakeholders in the agricultural industry would want to connect with Web three and uh, what is your your thought about its expansion in not just your region but in the regions that you that you've studied? Um, yeah, as people uh, begin to realize that, for example, the D, the D five debacle this year, like people started to realize that you do actually need a, a business model. You need something besides creating hype for users. Like, yeah. It's, it's nice to create hype and to create an expect, expect, expectation of something, but you, yeah. you actually need to have a real business model so you can be here in 20 years from now and in 50 years from now. And that's, that, this is why we, we, we don't have a liquid token. This is why we yeah. have only shares right now because we, we, we will have a liquid token at, at some point, but we want to back this token with, with the coconuts. We don't want to mm. back this talking with promises. We, we want to back with something real. And um, this, this is why we have one tree, one boat, one share in the DAO. And this is how mm. we protect uh, stakeholders. And this is how we, we show them that we can actually build something without needing to create hype and to then dump these tokens on the retail side. Because that is the same history over and over that yeah. the influencers came. They they shield the projects and then retail end up holding the bags and it's yeah. it's a it's a same history and we want we want to change that and we want to provide the the, the web three community with something that they can rely on and it's something that's superior than staking it like you can stake your coins and get twenty percent but this project is is gonna go bankrupt one day right. or another if they don't keep raising the fees or, or they don't keep the the users engaged because at, at the end of the day the, the the economics is based around the users and we are creating creating a new economy that is based uh, around nature and around uh, 
something that is going to be helping the planet and directly impact the yeah. people. So the, we we want uh, other things and we want other projects to to take mm-hmm. the, the framework that we're building and, and to replicate what we're doing. Because mm-hmm. you you can you have the stock market right now, but the stock market is based on on tech company and and companies that are owned by corporations. But what what if we can create a, a, a sort of a stock market, but that is backed by fruit, by food, mm-hmm. by organically right. grown um, crops? You know, mm-hmm. like we are triple helping the planet and amplifying the the whole uh, refi vision with with a, with a real business that is controlled by the community. So we 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 foresee stakeholders to to starting mm-hmm. to realize the numbers, the finance behind the impact that th- that they can create with these mm-hmm. type of projects, and this is how we 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 see the the whole uh, community grow. Okay, so so we're saying that we're taking a focus onto onto agriculture. We we we're backing that that unit of whichever agricultural unit it is, whether it's a quintal of, of bananas or, you know, a, a bushel of um, a, a coconut. Uh, and and based on that, eventually at some point, you you want to develop a token around it, right? Um, how do you, so expanding on the same idea and expanding on the industry as a whole, uh, how do you see, you know, blockchain impacting more of the agricultural industry? Um, local currencies, and th- th- that's how how I say it. And w- in the roadmap, we have uh, this this local currency that we want to develop. That is the 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 plan is to use it in in the local town around the, the plantation and mm-hmm. to pay the workers with with this uh, local currency, and they yeah. and enable a, a few services like like a, like a, a country. The, mm. the con- countries they create currencies based on the cash flow and based on the on the forecast that they have. So we wanted to do the same, and we want to create other microservices for these currencies. For example, that you go right. to the local supermarket and you use this currency instead of the of the of the local Dominican peso or mm-hmm. or, or, or the dollar, or you go to the to the workers' cooperative, and they have like a workers' union, and they use this this social currency and use the currency in the, in the local schools. Like this is how we 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 see blockchain impacting because blockchain makes everything easier when it comes to finance. Because mm-hmm. you have a, a, a um, an open ledger that, mm-hmm. that have all of the data. Yeah, we going back to data like we go back to the data side of, of, of everything. Like the data is going uh, is gonna to enable us to create the social currency, to create so many other products and other instruments on top of the, the coconut operations. Because that, that's how, a, a, that's how, um, that's how a country works. And, mm-hmm. and this is how, this is a proving system. Like you build, right. um, you build products around your value and when mm-hmm. you when you don't over compromise this value you you can thrive and mm-hmm. that's that's exactly what we're trying to do this is why everything in coconut is is uh, based on per in persons like right. we we don't have a fixed amount for anything but we i can give you the the operating um um revenue I can I can I can tell you what what's gonna be the operating revenue of the coconut farm, but okay. I can tell you exactly the, the the dollar amount that a DAO member is gonna get from the farm. But I can tell yeah. you the percent amount. You know, like we we already did all of this math and all of mm-hmm. these numbers, and we forecast in yeah. twenty years in the future. And this this is the data that that's gonna enable us. To create tokens, to create utility tokens, and to create new currencies based on the same operations and in the same value that we are organically creating. Hmm. I, I like how you put that, that. That that this is something that's organically being created. It it, it ties in so well so well with the industry and, and what your uh, you know um, what what your focus is. That that's brilliant. 
Okay. Um, so Alejandro, I'm moving. <clears throat> sorry, just a second. Yeah. So Alejandro, moving moving on to uh, you know this this further expansion, and and you can see, uh, I, I do realize that you've been saying that you know you you have a system where uh, people on people will be able to use uh, uh, you know the currency uh, in schools in the local communities, uh, and and that that sparks a question for me: uh, How do people use crypto as you're seeing it today because uh, most of us are, will not have an on-the-ground perspective on, on how crypto is being used in the economy. Uh, you did give us an overview, but do you, is, is crypto, for example, being exchanged for groceries at this point of time in the Dominican Republic? You know, could you shed some light on that? Um, not at that level. Like uh, We have a, a, a really big peer-to-peer -peer market and you can exchange uh, any amount of crypto for dollars as you like like you can exchange even a million dollars in crypto and you don't need to do kyc like that's how deep the peer-to-peer -peer market is here but when mm -hmm. it comes to actually uh, commerce um accepting crypto we mm -hmm. are not like there, there is a few but it's not something mainstream right now but mm -hmm. it's like i said we have a, a political climate that allow us to to propose uh, politicians uh, yeah. these improvements. You know, mm -hmm. we are very well connected to the government. And when we succeed doing this as a DAO, is this going to be like a, a, um, a proof of concept? And we're going to be yeah. able to... Because yeah. the lo local government knows what we're doing. They know that they, we're developing this as a DAO. Because we had to do a presentation in, in the in the in the town hall before they approved for planting permits and they go they and they gave us the, the green light. Like we have we have to tell them, oh, this is everything how everything is going to work. So basically they mm -hmm. are just waiting for us to succeed when it comes to developing the farm. Um, mm -hmm. so they can be like vouching for the next um, the next uh, proposals that, that we have for, for them as uh, we as as the tech side and, and they as a government like for 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 them to take us serious, we need to pull this off first. But they they are open to experiment and they are open to try because they know that the the actual system is broken and they need to yeah. they need upgrades and they know that. But you know you know how they say like you need to show people first that that you can uh, actually deliver. At, Mm -hmm. Before they they fully trust that you you know like before they give you the green light with oh, okay let's create this social currency or this or, 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 or let me give you the green light when it comes to creating a, a payment system that is, is gonna be based on tokens like all of the, those possibilities are there but you know step by step we need to do the farm first with the proper mm -hmm. governance and that that's exactly what we're doing. And then we can build other uh, products on top of this uh, same concept of giving the, the power back to the community. Hmm. Right. Okay. So, so obviously, one of the one of the key points is that uh, you know you you do have the 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 I wouldn't call it entirely system, but you do have the freedom to be able to utilize crypto uh, as a as a medium of exchange. That's that's great to to, to know. Uh, even if it's a, a peer-to-peer system without a KYC, that you know, it, it still does foster a lot of um, interest and uh, movement of money, which is which is again equally important. Um, finally, from finally from here, okay, uh, you also have the ability at some point through your connects to be able to have uh, certain policies that become more favorable uh, to push the economy and from literally the, the ground up, right, from from a grassroots level. So, so this this certainly is something that's exciting, and you're living in exciting times and doing exciting stuff, Alejandro. I must say. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, we, like I said, we are very well positioned to to pull this off when it comes to logistics. Like we mm -hmm. we are close to America, we are close to South America, we have a a direct uh, a direct route to to Europe. Like we we as a country. We are mm -hmm. very well positioned logistics-wise. And when it comes to, to the political side, we are safe on that side because 
they they want outside money to come in the country mm -hmm. because we have all of this land that is not being produced because 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 the families that own this land they don't have the means yeah but but the government don't have the, the the power to help everyone so this is why the system is overloaded with requests from people asking for money to create new projects so connecting web3 and opening the door to the web3 community to see that we have all of this potential and we have all of these perks let's say we're gonna be creating something really really big and even we we want to create in real life experiences so we we want to have like a like a solar punk um, compound for people to come and stay in bungalows and and work in the plantation and and have a and, and have a look at, at the country and everything that has to offer not only to the web3 communities but to everyone that wants to visit or wants to even relocate to the Dominican Republic like is it's, it's a really nice country. I'm a, I'm a sound a little a little biased on that, but we are we we, we yeah. are uh, like we are perfectly positioned for for growth and, and for scale. Hmm. Yeah, well, certainly, and you know, I I wish you well. I would also like to to know at some point. Obviously, you're going to look at you're going to have a proven model. Um, and, and you're going to look at expansion. Um, so just over the next, just over the next three to five years, what is the next location that you want to have? Uh, because what you're doing, the, the idea can spread, but also the, the model, if it spreads with it through, through the coconut network, what would be your next de destination to try this out? Um, I, I have to do some research, but I can sell, I can say Brazil, um, Colombia. Mm -hmm. um, Peru mm -hmm. um, and Costa Rica probably. Okay, we we already have friends over there, and, and you know it's, it's gonna be easier easier for us to to mm -hmm. just go there and be like, okay, show me show me the families that needs to to partner up with Coconut Network, and you know, show me the family that wants to join the network and wants to join. What 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 we doing? Because. It's, it's like I said, all of the voting power in the DAO is in the hands of the DAO members, and the land yeah. is, is in the hands of, of, of the of the original owners. Like no mm -hmm. one is letting go, either control over the land or either yeah. control over the treasury, and and that's that's what we wanna. That's the framework we want to build. Yeah. E e everywhere we go. Mm. Right. Certainly. So um. So so that being that being said, of course. Uh, you know, you're, you're able to balance out one side against the other, being able to to uh, develop harmoniously uh, you know, the, the entire network and the system as a whole, right? Yes. That's, that's all it is. Awesome. Okay. All right. So, um, fantastic. I'm going to move to my, my next question that, I, that I've got for you before we open, before we open this out to the floor. So, um, here's, here's a question that, that I had was in the Dominican Republic at, at this point, I mean, given that that's a, that's the space, right? Uh, what is, what is some of the things that could lead to mass scale adoption, right? Uh, how, how could it be that, you know, everybody is using this, uh, using, uh, either the DAO or a cryptocurrency, as a medium of exchange across the board, what what would it take for that to happen? Um, first, um, we we need to have a rock solid governance, and that, that's the, the most important. And this is why we have governance based on shares, and the mm -hmm. shares are soul bound to one. Mm -hmm. So, these the, the, this tiny uh, this tiny design about the, the share, the allows us to. To filter out people like you don't know how how much how much people we are losing day by day just by having this design like because mm -hmm. you know everyone's just looking for the next token that's gonna do 10x 50x yeah. and they you know and they want to leave the retail holding the bag always so mm -hmm. we want people 
in, in the governance side of coconut, we want people that, that is committed to what right. we're doing, uh, understand the vision. And, uh, and this is the same people that's going to be receiving rewards for, for life of the mm -hmm. operation of the farm. So, because as long as you have the shares, you're going to be mm -hmm. getting uh, rewards for your shares. So, we want the governance to be like this. But we, we see everyone joining and, and we see mass adoption once the mm -hmm. coconuts start bearing fruits and we launch the utility token that you can mm -hmm. exchange for, for these real coconuts. And this is where the, the liquidity side of coconut network starts because we're going to have these, these tokens that you're going be need, to be needing to, mm -hmm. to be able to get coconuts off the supply chain. So we're creating demand for, for the token based yeah. on, on the same coconuts that we are producing. And this demand is, for example, the cost of for us to produce a single coconut is going to be like two cents on the dollar. Mm -hmm. So right. market right now, wholesale market right now is 50 cents. And retail market right now is one dollar in the Dominican Republic. Mm -hmm. So you have wow. these 90, 98 cents over, you know, like that. that yeah. is pure profit. Or, or let's, say, let's say pure revenue. So yeah. this this pure revenue is gonna be the, the catalyst of these utility tokens. So mm -hmm. this is how we see the mass adoption when the coconuts start burning the fruits and we mm -hmm. have this utility token running through all of the DeFi channels and we have this token available open in the market for people to buy and trade mm -hmm. with something that they know that okay this token is is being back by real coconuts and those coconuts are backed by trees and shares that are soul bound to the wallets of, of, of the people that is exercising governance so you have a, a rock solid system that that there is no beer market for coconuts there is yeah. no bank run because why would you do mm -hmm. a bank run on something that you know that is over over super over collateralized because you have one coconut is two cents for us, and mm -hmm. retail price is one dollar. So you have something that is 98 percent over. Yeah. You know, so it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer for everyone to hold the shares yeah. and hold the tokens. So that that's how we see mass adoption happening. All right, fair enough. Okay. Um... Fine. Then my, my last question before we, we go into questions from the audience, right, is you, you've spoken to us a lot about, um, you know, how you got started, uh, the, the idea that you have, the reason behind why you're doing it. And of course, you, you're extremely passionate about, you know, seeing this. You and your team, of course, are extremely passionate about seeing this to fruition, right? No pun intended. Um, but I, I'm, I'm curious to understand, right? What is your personal philosophy, your message you'd like to share with people uh, who, who are listening in, in uh, when, when you speak with them? What is, what is that one message based on your personal philosophy that, that drives you, wakes you up in the morning? What is that for you, Alejandro? Um, I don't worry about money. Like, that's something that I always tell everyone that, that I, to everyone that, that, I, that I can tell you that... Uh, I always say say them like don't don't worry about money because and the, at the end of the day money is just uh, you know it's just money and mm -hmm. money is something that is built in in, in, in society now, nowadays so for example if you are good design a good designer and you wake up every day and you you do your passion and you follow what drives you you're gonna. Mm -hmm. You're gonna create money because money is just a result of a, a, a job being done in, in a good way. So right. I don't I don't care about money because th this was about money at first when we tried to to create a token and, and I just do a, a coconut plantation. But right now this is not even about money because money only worries to the to the to to a person that that is gonna no not gonna be able to have or produce any more money in the future, and this is why we're creating everything like like this, like having uh, coconuts uh, uh, as the as the 
as the backbone of everything, you are having something that's going to produce revenue mm -hmm. source or value for up to 25 years. So yeah. my philosophy is that, like, don't worry about money, just build something um, um, real, just build something that, that can stand the, the test of time. Uh, so as mm -hmm. you are building something that, that can surpass time itself, mm -hmm. Money is is go to the like that. It, it it doesn't even come to the table. So yeah. th that's my philosophy to to create this framework and this concept that everyone, mm -hmm. every people can work and develop and copy and replicate. And you don't need to be a developer for you to to launch a DAO the way that we're doing it. You don't need to be a tech guy like yeah. you don't you only need to connect the dogs and and do it in, in a transparent way and that's mm -hmm. what we're doing at this core we're connecting the dogs and we are being transparent about everything this is why we have an open source accounting system right that every DAO member is gonna have credentials if they want to and they're gonna be able to to um to search the system and to, to take a look at, at the insights of, of mm -hmm. everything. They don't need to wait on the monthly reports or the or the Q1, Q2 report. They can be like, oh, let me wake up early today and have a cup of coffee. I'm gonna review mm -hmm. coconut financials from the from the day one to, to today. So I yeah. know so so I, I can know if this data is real. I you know even they can bring other people, uh, accountants, and give them the credentials. And, and this is this is the philosophy behind everything. We want to build a, something that is open to everyone, and you can like query the data, and you can be like, okay, yeah, they they are doing what they are supposed to be doing. Fair enough. Fair enough. Thank you. And thank you for sharing that with us. So it is really about build something of value that has a long-term vision the money will find its way to you. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Super. Okay. All right. Now I'm going to open the room, ladies and gentlemen, for questions from the audience. Uh, I, I know that a, a number of them have, have already come in, but there's still, there still may be an opportunity for you to get in your question. So keep those coming in. All right. Question number one. Uh, this is from uh, AM, uh, and, and she says, uh, I, if I want to join uh, the Coconut DAO, how do I do that? Oh yeah, that's that's really easy. The DAO leaf is in Nosy's chain um, within that, within DAO House, so you just need to 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 open a proposal in the DAO. You can go to the Coconut mm -hmm. Network slash DAO, and you, there we mm -hmm. have tutorials on how to do everything in, in English and Spanish. And you mm -hmm. just need to open a proposal and be like, oh, I want this amount of shares and I'm contributing this amount of money. Right now, each share is priced at $20 because this is the amount of money needed to take mm -hmm. the trees from seed to trees. This is a four-year budget. $20 is, is the basically the, the average amount that we need through, through, uh, through four years to fully develop the, 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 the coconut plant. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. Um, the next question comes in from from uh, Gloria. If I wanted to visit um, uh, the, the project, where would it be located? Uh, yeah. Um, we are located in the Dominican Republic, in in in, a, mm -hmm. in the province of Barahona, in a in a little town in a little town called Las Salinas. We are in Google Maps. You can Google Map. You can go to Google Maps and search for Coconut B1. Um, you're gonna have the, the exact location and even the phone number. So yeah. if you wanna visit the farm. Okay, super. So it's it's available online. All you do is uh, look it up and then you you know and you know say hi to say hi to everybody at the uh, at that at that province. Okay. The next question comes in from. Uh, Eileen, and she says, um, 
how do you see the Web3 market in the Dominican Republic in the next five years? And this is, of course, you know, Web3 as a, as a whole, uh, including blockchain and how it's going to impact lives. So over the next five years, what's your take on that very quickly? Um, I can say from my personal opinion, I, I'm, I'm pushing forward for us to, to host big conferences and for Kokoro to have its own version of refi, uh, a refi uh, um, summit. So mm -hmm. how I see that the Web3 adoption here, like I said, there is a huge peer-to-peer -peer market, but besides that, there is many in NFT collectors in the Dominican right. Republic, and there is many Dominicans working for big uh, crypto names. Like I oh. have known um, Dominicans working for Polygon, Cosmos, um, even Coinbase. So mm -hmm. I see the crypto adoption like the we're gonna be a hub without mm -hmm. all of the um, influencer influencers telling telling the government to do it because of, of the yeah. projects that are gonna pop up. Like it's it's, go, it's gonna be crazy because people is starting to realize the potential behind the blockchain tech and only for creating tokens, but for for tracking carbon credits or. or or tracking mm -hmm. the food, wow. a food supply chain, you know. So yeah, mm -hmm. I see the Web3 booming in five years in the Dominican Republic. That's my take. Super, super, super. Okay, uh, two more questions that are, that are coming up. The first one is, what is the voting method that your DAO uses? Uh, is it one token, one vote? Yeah, yeah. We have one share, one vote, one tweet. All of the trees are always going to be back by, I mean, all of the chairs are always going to be back by, by coconut trees. So mm -hmm. this is why we have a cap in the number yeah. of chairs that we are willing to issue for the, for the B1 plantation. Because the, the B1 plantation, they, they have a, a capacity of mm -hmm. 60,000 coconut trees. So we only, we will have 60,000 chairs for the mm -hmm. B1 trace. Okay, so uh, it is, it is, uh, so when a person buys into the DAO and they want to vote, they're buying one tree, right? Is, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, they're buying one tree. Okay, okay. So uh, the, the second part of this question, and, and this is a question that's coming from Lawrence, uh, it says, uh, if so, how do you prevent someone from taking over the DAO uh, by acquiring, for example, the a majority of tokens, or in this case, a majority of trees? Um, that's something that, that is in, in built inside of Moloch DAOs. This is why we choose the Moloch DAO framework, because uh, Moloch DAO are designed to protect minorities. Like, mm -hmm. if you have uh, something that is misbehaving, you can, yeah. kick, uh, you can kick this member out of the DAO, no matter how, how many shares this member has. So right. there, there is a, a minority protection built in, 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 in the DAO to prevent mm -hmm. this type of governance attacks. Oh, that's, that's spectacular. All right. So Alejandro, thank you so much. We have come to the end of our time. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Muchos, muchos gracias. Uh, it's, it's been spectacular talking to you. I'm excited right now. And, you know, I almost want to book myself to take it to the Dominican Republic. Uh, and and you know and and look you guys up and, and see all the exciting stuff that you guys are doing there. Oh, you you are very 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 welcome. Thank you for having me. Um, you are an excellent host. I I felt that like we, like we didn't even have the one hour alive. Like it was so fun. Um, thank you to everyone that that joined the space. Um, yeah, if you ever come to the Dominican Republic or the Caribbean. Yeah, hit me up. Um, I, I can give you a tour over over the island and over the land, uh, coconut land. Deeply, deeply appreciated. As, as a matter of fact, um, I, this is something that I do want to share. For those of you that are going to be in, in New York for the Benzinga event, our CTO, Lawrence Hudson, is speaking there. And you can, if you haven't bought your tickets yet, you can use our code from, from us to you. Add Lunum20 and get a 20% discount on your coupon that's there. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. Alejandro, I am going to take you up on that offer. I will stay in touch with you and you know let you know about my plans that side. But that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for being here on 
diving into crypto. Uh, we will be back next week at the same time, the same place. Uh, also, remember to check into our show on Tuesdays at the same time, which is the future of, of NFTs, hosted by a co-founder, Natia Besta. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a wonderful, wonderful um, episode, wonderful people to talk to. Very, very exciting. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Cheers. Thank you. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Diving Into Crypto, proudly hosted by Adlunum, the first engaged-to-earn platform with a proof-of-attention model and dynamic NFT investor profiles. 